Welcome to the Sunrise Podcast, powered by Sunrise Labs. All right, welcome to the podcast, everyone. I'm your host today, Tyler Kern, and joining me is Eric Soderberg. He's the president of Sunrise Labs. Eric, thank you so much for joining me today. It's a real pleasure to be here with you today, Tyler. It is a pleasure to talk to you, and I'm really excited to get a chance to dive into this topic because today we are talking about corporate culture and how it can be used as a competitive advantage, but not so much just for that sake, but really just that it is beneficial to have a corporate culture that is positive on so many different levels. So, um, Eric, just as we dive into this topic, what in your mind are the ingredients um, that make up a, a positive culture for a company? You know, in my experience, uh, the, the culture that's most important to foster is, is one of high respect and, and high integrity. I think those are the only uh, things that are going to get you long-term success. So the main, those, those would be the main ingredients. Um, you know, high respect um, is, is, is all about, you know, letting your people know uh, that uh, you're sort of 100% confident that they're out for the best interest of your company and perhaps your clients. And, and letting them know that and letting them know you trust them. Um, and with that comes something we call an assumption of positive intent, which I can, I can talk more about. Uh, but it is, it, it is what it sounds like. You know, that combined with, um, with high integrity, it's not just uh, a matter of, uh, of doing what you say you're going to do, which is, which is real important, uh, but, but also uh, not doing what you say you're not going to do. But sometimes there's some... Um, it's a little harder that it, it, it gets into, uh, you know, for, for, for my business, it's important not to overpromise and underdeliver. It's it, You want to do the opposite, and that's all part of uh, high-integrity culture. Absolutely. I want to talk about that assumption of positive intent because I think sometimes that can be lacking just in our in our everyday lives. We assume that, you know, the person that cuts us off in traffic uh, did it maliciously or, you know, one, one thing or another. And so I think just in general, we have this negative attitude sometimes towards the actions that other people take. But in an office setting, uh, you're saying that the opposite is really beneficial. Oh my gosh! Yeah, this, this is this is neat stuff. I mean, you know, we all have the uh, probably a self disposition to say, you know, we're the only rational people around, and and when we see something that looks um, looks funny to us, somebody took an action that that looks silly, or uh, or maybe uh, worse than that, you feel is is detrimental to your business or something, you know, immediately you say, holy smokes. What was that person thinking? And, and well, that, that's the right reaction. What was that person thinking? And, and so, assumption of positive intent is more than just assuming, uh, you know, that, that they're out for the best interest of, of you and your company. Um, it, 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 you've got to go and, uh, and, and, and verify that. You've got to go uh, sit with that person and say, hey, what, 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 you know, made you take that action? I'm curious because it looks a little, little funny here to me. And, and, uh, and listen. Uh, and, and, and hear, well, why did they take that, that action? And, uh, you know, 10 times out of 10, they, they were um, acting, uh, you know, just the way you wanted them to, perfectly rationally, and, and you just had to hear why. And, and, and uh, there's a lot of advantages to uh, opening up and listening to your, your, your people, and um, you, you start to learn what's not working in your organization, what is working in your organization. You also send a message to your people that, hey, I really care about what you think, and, hmm. and uh, I want you to continue to you know, act on the best way you see fit for the company. 
Absolutely. And I think in a way that this can also be be reversed a little bit, that I always think that my intentions are positive. But if someone comes to me and asks for clarification on why I took a particular action, not taking offense to that, but understanding that clear and open communication between multiple parties is key to continue to have that good company culture. Yeah. And I think the reaction you'd find if you did that, Tyler, would be, um, Oh, jeepers. I'm so glad you came to me and asked because I I wouldn't want you thinking that I did that for, you know, some other reason. So, so it's, it's, um, it's something that builds on itself. You know, I had a, um, a class I took on uh, sort of participative, uh, leadership, um, connected with, with my church. And in, in this class, the instructor, uh, told a story of a minister who had, uh, four words tattooed, uh, to his forearm right where we can never overlook them. So in capital letters, it read, I might be wrong. <laughs> and, 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 and so there's a whole, you know, attitude uh, that has to sort, 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 sort of change here, um, depending upon the, the, the culture you're coming from. Uh, but you, you really um, have to be open to, uh, you know what, uh, the assumptions I have about the way this thing works might be absolutely wrong. And, and, and uh, I've got to be open to, to, uh, to learning new things. I think that little phrase, I might be wrong, and keeping that in mind is a reminder. I know I need often, and, 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 and probably a, a lot of us could, could benefit from Absolutely. You know, I, it kind of reminds me of, uh, of a guy, he came up to me at my wedding reception and, uh, he said, you know, you can be right or you can be happy. Um, which, <laughs> may, you know, I, I didn't realize exactly what he meant at the time, but I have a better idea now. Um, but that makes a lot of sense to me also just that there, there is room to be able to admit when you make a mistake and really take responsibility for that. And that, um, you know, furthers that culture and really has that, um, that openness and that accountability to one another that, you know what, it's okay to admit when you do, uh, when you do make a mistake and, and take ownership of that. Yeah, you know, it's not only okay to admit it, but as a leader uh, in an organization, it, it, it sets the stage for, for everyone else not having to be perfect, hmm. you know, and being able to, um, you know, I, I think it sets people at ease and, and, and helps set up this whole culture of, hey, we're working together, we want to learn from each other, none of us are perfect, let, 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 let's work on this together and be as good as we can be. Right. Absolutely. Now, when you look at culture, um, where would you rank its overall maybe importance in the uh, different elements that make up a company, the different things that lead to success? Where does culture rank? You know, if, if there's, you know, company strategy and, uh, you know, some of the other elements that, that you could say would make up, a, you know, a successful team, where does culture rank in all of that? Well, I think it's Peter Drucker uh, that said, culture eats strategy for breakfast. And um, I would, that, that, that's, you know, I'll build on that. I, I, I believe that it, it's, um, if, if you have a strategy that you want to implement uh, and it's counter to the culture of your organization, your culture is going to kill that. It's not going to, you know, the culture is not going to help you implement that. If on the other hand, you, you, you know, you, you've got a strong culture, um, and, and you've got a strategy that's consistent with that culture, you're, you're going to find that your leaders and your organization picks up, picks up that strategy and runs with it and goes and implements it. So it's, it's really, um, the e- eating it for breakfast is interesting, but really it, 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 culture enables um, you to become the, the company you want to be. 
I think is 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 the way I, w- I would put it. it, it it's necessary. It, it, it's not the only thing required to be successful in business. You certainly uh, have to have all the other pieces, but I think without the culture, it's a lot harder. Um, you know, I, I can give a, an example here of um, I was on vacation week before last, and I, I uh, you know I got an email maybe halfway through the week that said, hey, Eric, I, I just let go of Joe so-and-so. And um, it was interesting in that he wasn't calling me to ask me, hey, um, I had this problem with Joe. Do you think I should let him go? He didn't have to disturb my vacation for that. So so, so this is, there's a laziness piece here. Because mm-hmm. um, we have a culture where, you know, if somebody does something um, or, or somebody's acting in a way that isn't consistent with our culture, if they're acting disrespectful or abusive to others, um, we don't want them around. Right. And everyone in the organization knows that. And so when we, this was uh, someone who was here on contract and hadn't been here very long. Uh, and uh, my, my leader knew exactly what to do. And he did it. And sort of, so, so the culture helps an organization uh, function more efficiently it, 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 you don't have to spend a lot of time thinking about uh, uh, your, your, a lot of your decisions. It becomes very clear when the culture is clear. Hmm. Uh, yeah, you can give uh, lots of examples on, on this. Um, but that's, uh, I, you know, I, so I, I look at culture as sort of, you know, the, the, the sailboat having a, a keel. You know, it knows which way's up and, 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 and uh, stays that way on course. Yeah, and I think you mentioned how how having that uh, really allows a company to kind of um, you know kind of work towards reaching its potential and operate at its best level. I think that's true of individuals as well. When the culture is positive and it's good, and it is that high integrity, high respect culture, then you're freeing your employees up to do their best work and to be the best possible versions of themselves, which then you know kind of lifts everyone else up around them as well. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, and you know one of the other things that I've I've read recently, um, or it's a story I've been told in the past, is that uh, kids in a uh, kids in a playground um, that isn't fenced in tend to kind of huddle in the middle of it and don't kind of venture out to the uh, to the wider parts of it. But if you put a fence around it and just give guidelines, uh, a lot of times that frees people up to then go and understand their roles. So like when you talk about your manager understanding that uh, if it doesn't fit within the framework of the culture of the company, he has that freedom and, and knows that um, it is an okay thing for him to then let that person go because that's just not something that you want inside your company. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, sort of on a related note, it's, it, it, it's, it's, um, you know, is the, the high integrity side of, side of things. Um, you know, when, when that's part of your culture, it sort of make, makes these, these, what might be very difficult decisions to make a lot easier. Um, you know, if, if, if there's a particularly complex situation, um, where we're dealing with maybe a partner that has approached, uh, the same client or, um, there's all kinds of situations we get into. You know, my uh, manager might come to me and say, "Eric, what what, what do I do? Um, what do you think I should do?" And and, and uh, it, it, it's very simple for me. I just I, I just back at them and say, "Well, what's the right thing to do?" Hmm. And then sit there and scratch your head. And usually it comes up pretty quickly. Boom. You know what? It's not always obvious, but it, it, you know, off, often uh, when you phrase it that way, it, it's um, you, you, what you what you do is you you take sort of 
I give them permission to take sunrise profit motive completely off the table and say, well, what's the right thing to do? Um, and then I just have to say, well, go do that. And sometimes it costs us, um, but it, but it, but it's a short-term cost. We're, we're we're in the game for the long run, and I think most companies are. You know, it, it's uh, it, it's not about making a buck today. It's about building a reputation. Our, our reputation is everything to us. Hmm. Um, so, doing that that high making that high integrity decision, um, you know, has 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 a lot of benefits. It speaks to you know your whole. It, it reinforces itself with, with your leaders. Um, and it uh, reinforces it with their clients. And, you know, nobody's wants to, nobody's going to come back and do another job with you or sign another contract with you if they don't trust you. But, but uh, when you build up that, uh, that trust and, you know, have a reputation out there for, for, for being very high integrity, you know, you win a lot of uh, repeat business and word of mouth and more business. So, you know, this is where I get into this being a competitive advantage. Um, it, go, it goes beyond, um, you know, just uh, winning clients, but but also, you know, on the side of, of hiring people. Hmm. It's, it's, it's um, you know, it's amazing how many people out there, um, you know, want to work in an organization where they're respected and where they can do things they're proud of. Yeah, absolutely. Which which keeps people around, which um, is better than having to replace good people. You know, if you have people in positions and that person understands and knows the culture, you'd like to have that person there um, and be able to retain that, you know, that talented person and be able to keep them within your company. So having that high integrity, high respect, uh, it, it keeps people that you want to keep and uh, that really benefits the company in the long run. Absolutely. And, and, uh, and, and we certainly have almost no turnover um, at Sunrise Labs, but we're also uh, very successful in attracting uh, talent. Uh, we've got, uh, it's amazing, it's, it's a very tight market right now for, 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 for engineers, especially for great engineers. And uh, we managed to um, have, have, have a nice flow of, of, of new people coming in that are extraordinarily talented. And, and it's really, um, it's almost sad why, because, you know, so many great engineers are finding themselves in, in uh, you know, working um, in positions where um, they're not excited about what they're doing mm-hmm. and uh, they don't feel appreciated and, you know, they don't want to be there anymore. Um, and, and so um, the, the, the second sort of they, uh, they call us, they come, the second they walk in the door, you know, to interview, they, 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 they feel the difference. And... Uh, it, it, it often it, it, sometimes they're, they're they're quite enthusiastic about it, and it says you know, and, and and letting us know, no, I really want to work here. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, so so that sort of sets us in, in in a nice league where, you know, those people come from those companies, and they talk to some of their uh, old friends back at those companies, at least at least the ones that they know are really hard workers and, and really intelligent and smart people, and uh, we we um we manage to keep a. A good flow of, of new talent coming in, and, and it's you know it's a competitive advantage. This this is everything when you're in the uh, engineering consulting business. It's all about your engineers. Absolutely. And then uh, I want to go back to something that you talked about previously as well, when you talked about just doing the right thing over maybe the thing that makes you a quick buck, you know, that that day and building just that incredible trust with your clients. You know, um, that's that's another competitive advantage, just a way of, of making sure that your clients know that you're always looking out for their best interest because of your high integrity and high respect culture that you have there at the company. 
Our, our clients uh, certainly appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, if there's a, a company that's saying uh, to themselves, you know what, that, that sounds really great, but right now we don't have that. Um, can a company's culture change? And if so, what concrete steps would you give to the leadership of that company uh, to begin to, to change the culture within, within that group? Oh, I'd say absolutely uh, the culture can change, uh, but it does have to come from the top and it has to be consistent. Not only the message consistent, but the actions of those leaders needs to be consistent. I mean, you can go out and say, we're going to practice assumption of positive intent and then um, not listen uh, when people are talking to you or not, uh, you know, not, not, not switch. You know, if, if, if you're used to being this command control sort of culture, uh, which, which is very common, um, it's it's. It might be a hard adjustment to make. So, so, so I think you have to start first by, you know, looking in the mirror or looking at your people and saying, do I trust my people are going to do the right thing uh, or are out for the best interest of, of the company and our clients? Um, and if the answer is no there, then you've got some other stuff you got to work on first. And if you don't trust all your people, there, there may be some obvious changes you need to make there. So you really do have to start there and ask yourself, you know, the leaders, uh, you know, uh, is this um, is this a place where I can go with my whole heart? Um, once you decide that that you can, absolutely. Um, I've got a, a father of an, uh, one of the other scouts and, and, and my, my son's Boy Scout troop, mm-hmm. um, you know, who I've spoken with um, about his company. And, and he's been he's real frustrated with high turnover and um, just, yeah, uh, not being fun at work anymore. Um, and I spoke to him about the uh, assumption of positive intent stuff, and he, he went and implemented it. Um, and and um, the jury may be still out. I don't know. If, uh, that, that's only been a couple months now. But he's, um, you know, when I saw him over Christmas, he was... Uh, he, he was very excited with, with the progress he had made. So, you know, you, you know, if, if you have a big organization, um, it, it, it's going to be harder. Um, but what's really nice about sort of this, this, um, you know, some, some sort of positive intent is really a tactic, but, um, it, it's really, you know, it's having, you know, uh, you know, high respect for it, for your people. But, um, the, the beautiful thing about this tactic is, is you know, you start preaching it, and I preach it every month, and and, and people come up and thank me for doing that. It's it's uh, been a bit of a surprise actually that, uh, and I feel like I'm getting on a soapbox again. There's Eric getting on a soapbox again, <laughs> but uh, people really do appreciate it because that's the kind of organization they want to work in. And so when you um, when you do that, it you're, um, it's not just the the, the managers at the top. It's it's throughout your whole organization. You, um, you know, if you can pull this off, you're, you're going to see, you know, improvements at all levels of your organization. It's not it's not a tactic that's just used at the top or just used, um, you know, for, for, for line workers on the assembly line. It, it's it's um, it, 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 it's equally important at every level in the organization. And, and if you can make that change, um, it, it'll have impact across the organization. Of course, with that, you know, you, you, you've got it. You've got to practice the high integrity stuff. Otherwise, you're, I think, you're out for short-term gains. Um, I don't, I don't know how you can play uh, a long game um, without 
people really um, trusting your word. Yeah, you know, I, I think I think people tend to think that they can take a shortcut to having a, a positive and and a fruitful company culture by doing things that seem fun and that sort of thing and being being a fun company mm-hmm. so whether it's you know an open off office concept or a ping pong table in a break room or something like that people try to to shortcut their way but re- there really is no way to get there without that integrity and that respect like what you've talked about that's a wonderful um observation um and 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 i'm so glad you brought that up it's it's um i had a woman uh, working for us and and um she came from that environment and and um there was some press uh, interviewing us one day and she 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 brought that exact story she says you know i came from a place that had ping pong tables and beer taps and everything and you know what it didn't matter right they they didn't <laughs> it wasn't a fun place to be um, you know, I wasn't appreciated and, and, uh, I didn't respect the leaders, you know, so, so yeah, no, the, 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 the um, the real stuff is real and, and, and the rest is, um, yeah, it's dressing, window <laughs> I, dressing. I think you're, abs- <laughs> I think you're absolutely right about that. Uh, and it's, and it's really encouraged to hear, encouraging to hear that you, you practice what you preach in this way and, and that, uh, the Sunrise employees, um, love working there and love the culture there. So I think that's a testament to what you're doing. Eric Soderberg, the president and CEO of Sunrise Labs. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today, Eric. A pleasure. Pleasure.